Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the She Calls Her Shots podcast. I am excited to share that I have some really big plans and changes coming up for the podcast, uh, including the fact that in the next few weeks, I will start to release two episodes per week, which I'm so excited about. We're going to have four guest interviews per month, and I, I will have four solo episodes per month. And a few of those solo episodes are going to be similar to this in that they're going to be short, quick, pep talk, inspirational episodes. As much as I love the full episodes um, where I can really share, you know, business building tips and and all of that, I think that it's really important to also have some quick inspirational talks. So whether you need some, you know, a quick pick me up or a pep talk around something or just some kind of quick tips that I can share with you, I'm really excited to be able to switch up the format. So that way, no matter where you are, if you only have 10 minutes to listen in, if you have 30 minutes to listen in, or if you have an hour to listen in, you know, for one of my interviews, you'll have a variety of different episodes that you can choose from. So that is my first announcement today, which I wanted to share. And on that note, Uh, I'm going to be switching it up today. So if you're a photographer, you probably saw the title of this podcast episode and you're thinking, Krista, why are you talking about photos? Um, But I'm actually, I wanted to share this today for our non-photographer listeners because as a branding photographer, I get asked a lot how you know, someone can take more professional looking photos at home on their cell phone. Maybe they're not ready to invest in a full branding shoot, or maybe they're constantly posting photos of themselves on a daily basis, and they just want to share more high quality photos. So I wanted to switch things up a little bit today and really share an episode for my non-photography listeners to help you figure out how you can take more professional headshots at home. So before we dive in, I always love starting off with a review from the podcast. And so this person, I just have the name B. Elam, I believe. is the last part of the name, but they wrote, it's a hidden gem for female entrepreneurs. Krista has built a genuine space for female entrepreneurs to tap into their full potential. The conversational vibe and level of honesty in her approach is so inspirational. So thank you so much for that review, B. I appreciate it so much. I love getting to read them. I literally light up every single time I see that I have a new review. So if you've been a longtime listener and you haven't left a review yet on Apple Podcasts, I would absolutely appreciate it if you would take two seconds and go do that today. And so yeah, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. So as I mentioned, as a branding photographer, I do get asked a lot, you know, how can I take better photos at home? And I know how important it is to book an actual professional branding shoot for your business. It really does kind of help take your business to that next level because you're able to show professional photos that showcase more than just your face, but like With my clients for branding sessions, we're curating an entire lifestyle session that fully envelops their entire brand personality. And so I know that those shoots are so crucial to building a business. But I also know that there are times where sometimes it's just beneficial for us to have really nice photos that we can take at home to share, especially if you're going to be sharing on your Instagram stories or on your even on Instagram posts. If you're someone who posts you know, daily on Instagram or you're constantly showing your face or yourself and you just need more photos, then you can have branding sessions. Um, I wanted to have this episode today so that I can help you figure out how you can take those to the next level. So let's go ahead and uh, dive into this episode today. Before we dive in, I did want to share that I am 
at the time that I'm releasing this episode, I am excited to announce that I've opened up two one-on-one coaching spots for this summer. And so I only open these up on a rolling basis every few months. And so if you've been a longtime listener of the show, or if you're just curious and want to learn more about my one-on-one coaching program, you can head on over to shecallshershots.com forward slash coaching for more info. And of course, I'll share that link in the show notes as well. Okay, so taking better branding photos. The first tip that I have for you if you're going to be taking photos with your cell phone is, number one, invest in a very cheap standing tripod that has a cell phone holder. This does not need to be anything fancy. I bought mine off of Amazon. I don't even, I think it was maybe $20 for the tripod plus the cell phone holder, Um But honestly, it makes such a difference to be able to take photos using the timer and using the like the back camera, like the actual higher quality camera on your phone. Um, The front camera on your phone that you take selfies with is okay. Um, You can take you can use that. I've used that for photos for myself for sharing on my Instagram before. If you're in really great, beautiful light. So for example, if you're standing next to a window and it just has indirect light coming in. So let's say the sun is at like noon. It's right at the top of the sky and you're right next to a really big window. And so you've got this beautiful light coming in and you want to use your cell phone uh, front camera, your selfie camera. You can usually get some pretty good photos, but I always recommend when possible to be able to use the actual like camera on the back of the camera, the one that has like higher quality mechanics and optics. So number one tip, get yourself a very cheap standing tripod with a cell phone holder off of Amazon. The second thing, which I already kind of mentioned, is taking your photos near clean, bright, natural light. So ideally, the most like ideal light that you can get is like I mentioned, high, let's say it's always best when the sun isn't directly coming in and hitting your face, depending on what mood you're going for. If you're really going for a moody photo and you want some drastic shadows and contrast, then that might work for you. But if you want a really clean, crisp image, the best time of day to do that is when the sun isn't directly coming in to your window, but you also don't want it to be so low that like it's barely making its way into the window. So if you're going to be taking indoor photos by a large window or like a sliding glass door, I, I recommend doing it sometime in the middle of the day. So either around 12 or 1 or 2, anytime where the sun's going to be pretty high and bright, but just like softly coming in through a window. Of course, that will change depending on whether we're in daylight savings time and, you know, where the sun is in relationship to this window. But TLDR is you don't want to have it streaming directly in. You just want it to be coming in from the window. A second tip around that with natural lighting is that if you're in a room with strong overhead lighting, so like really yellow um, like lights above you, turn those off if you have enough light coming in to light you. Because what you'll notice is that um, you'll sometimes have the you'll be able to see the yellow light depending on how strong it is in the room that you're in, like on the top of your head or like creating shadows on your face. So as long as you're in a place where there's lots of natural bright light coming in, go ahead and just turn off those overhead lights, whether they're blue or yellow or whatever color they might be. 
If you don't have a room with a sliding glass door or a big natural window, um, I would say then take go outside for your photos. And that may not be feasible for every single picture, but if you only have the option of like dark windowless rooms, it's going to be really difficult to get crisp, clean, bright photos, right? Unless you have like an external flash or a ring light or like some other external source of lighting. Um, ring lights can be great. I also bought mine, I think, off of Amazon. Um, I think I only spent, I'm actually, I'm in my podcasting booth right now looking at my ring light. I have it in my booth illuminating my podcast booth. Um, I think I only spent $30 on it or, or something like that. So if you don't have a room with like really good lighting and you want to add a ring light, you can totally do that. You'll just want to get the ring light itself along with a tripod um, for the actual ring light. So you'll have the ring light on a tripod and then you'll have, there are some that have the cell phone that you can put in the middle of the ring light. Um, so you only need one tripod, the ring light, and then your phone attachment is in the middle of it. Um, you can do that. I just personally feel like the cheap ones don't um work very well like they just either your phone falls off or like something doesn't work so I like to have them separate so that way I don't always have to use them in tandem um, but totally up to you depending on if you're looking to save money and you only want one tripod you can definitely get them like both in one but something to think about um, whenever you're thinking about natural light and if you don't have a lot of it if you can go outside the one thing I recommend is being in a place where there's open shade. And you may be like, Krista, what is that? So let's say, for example, you have like a big tree that is giving you like shade around a certain part of your yard, whether it's your backyard, your front yard. You're going to want to stand again, like let's say it's two o'clock in the afternoon. The sun is pretty high. It's not really directly hitting your face or anything like that. Go out inside of that open shade under that tree and just make sure the sun is like kind of behind your head so it's not coming through and like creating shadows on the front of your face. But go outside in that open shade, turn your back to wherever the sun is and and take some photos outside. That's going to be a really great place for you to get crisp photos as well if you want to actually take your camera outside and get some more lifestyle photos. So tip number one, getting a standing tripod with a cell phone holder. And tip number two, taking your photos near clean, bright, natural light, or if you don't have access to that inside, possibly with a ring light or something similar. And my third tip is whenever you're taking your photos, try to get a little bit creative with composition. And what I mean by that is like the uh, the the frame or like where you are in the photo. A lot of times, you know, if you're taking just like a headshot photo, you'll probably be in the center of the photo. But you're going to want a variety of pictures, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. So especially if you have this tripod with a cell phone holder on it, use the timer, you know, put it maybe across the room from you and like have you sitting working at a desk. But feel free to get kind of creative to where you don't always have to be in the center of the photo. Maybe you have yourself a little bit off to the left and then, you know, on the right hand side of the photo, you have a plant that's next to you or your coffee mug or something else. But feel free to get creative and not feel like you always have to be in the center of the photo. 
And another thing is really um, kind of try to minimize whatever it is that's in the background or also in the photo with you. So sometimes this can take a little bit of time, um, but one of the tips that I'm going to share at the end is about batching your photos and doing these like shoots, you know, one at a time. But let's say you take a couple hours, one month to do a shoot. Take just like a little bit of time beforehand and clean off like a nice clean space where you know that there's going to be good light. Clean off a table, clean off like anywhere where you're going to be taking pictures and then get really intentional about the items that you have in the photos. So maybe you have a couple of plants around the house that you can bring over to add like a little bit of depth in the image. Maybe a plant's going to be behind you when you're sitting. Maybe you're going to have a tiny one on the table. Um, Maybe you're going to have a coffee mug. Maybe you're going to have a journal you know, anything like that. But getting just a little bit creative about your composition and what you have in the photo and making sure that it's kind of clean and getting some variety in your images. So that's my third tip. My fourth tip is editing your photos in a mobile app called Lightroom Classic. Lightroom Classic is an amazing editing tool. It's actually what I use professionally on my computer to edit all of my photo sessions with my clients, but they have a really great mobile app and you can go in and download um, Lightroom Classic presets on uh, Etsy. So let's say you download the app and you're like, I don't really want to do this manually. I don't want to have to like go through and change everything. You can download really amazing presets. They're pretty cheap too off of Etsy. And then it'll give you these presets that you can then just like use on your photos. And the main thing you're going to want to remember is that in the last episode, we talked with Nikki about building a brand, a binge-worthy brand. We want to have consistent looking photos. And I think that's going to be a really big game changer for you, whether you're taking photos at home with your cell phone or not, when you can be in good lighting consistently, when you can use the same preset consistently, you're going to start to build a brand around your photos. Like people will see the types of photos, the colors, the way it's edited, and they're going to naturally start to associate that with you. So find a preset that you really like that's clean and crisp and that you feel like matches your brand and use it consistently. You might tweak it, right? You might add a little bit of extra light. You might increase the contrast every once in a while. Like you can, of course, make small tweaks to it, but the overall color scheme of the preset will stay the same, which will help build consistency in your brand and in your brand photos. But I highly recommend editing in Lightroom Classic, the mobile app, and just finding a good preset that works for you. And then my last tip is, like I said already, but is just to batch these photo shoots and to take a variety of photos. My favorite thing to do, especially now that I'm working from home like all the time, um, I don't do my hair very often. I don't get dressed in nice clothes very often. So if I have a day where I know I'm going to be doing my hair and it looks really good and I know that I want to take some you know, new headshots for myself, I'll just go in my closet and pick out like six different shirts or six different outfits. You don't have to pick six different jeans and six different shoes and, you know, six different everything, but get a variety of at least tops and maybe one or two pairs of jeans, or maybe you have some dresses you want to wear and just get a few outfits that will help kind of switch things up a little bit and take all your photos at one time. Like get this out in like a couple of hours one day and you'll be so surprised at how many photos you'll be able to have that look really good that you can share on an inst- 
on Instagram, on Facebook, or, you know, even for your Pinterest, for pins, like whatever it is you want to use it for, you'll have a lot of variety. And they'll all have that consistent clean look because you were able to take them all on the same day in the same light and edit with the same presets. So these are my top tips for getting better cell phone photos. And if you're looking for more in-depth around these tips, I actually have a freebie that you can download. I'll drop the link in the show notes. And it dives into even more detail into how to take great cell phone photos and headshots at home. So I just hope you know that with some practice, it's really easy to take amazing cell phone photos at home. And it just becomes um, all about finding you know, where that good light is and where... Um, you know, you can go to utilize different backgrounds and like how you can make it look clean and minimal and match your brand. Um, And I work with clients, honestly, all over. I help them create all kinds of different lifestyle shoots. So if you're someone who's like, okay, I've I've done some at-home photos, but I'm ready for something more. Um, I've worked with coaches to writers to professionals to creative business owners. Like I've worked with so many different types of brands and businesses. And I would love to collaborate with you to create a session that shares your uniqueness and the warmth of your personal brand. So no matter where you're based, if you're interested in booking a branding session, you can learn more at my website, kristamarielynch.com, to learn more about the different ways that we can work together. But until next time, I hope that you keep calling your shots. I hope that you continue to commit to take messy action, and I will see you over in the next episode.